The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. You know, there's no way in hell that I can leave that in, right? <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, come on, Brandon needed a computer for this podcast, and he said, you know what, Dad, can I have a computer? Cam needed a computer, and he steals 10 of them. <laughs> he steals 10 of them. And Brando. The one I got from 2011, it was probably one that Cam stole originally. That's why it doesn't work now, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando, and uh, we're ready to get this rolling here on this uh, Christmas Eve Friday. Tis the season, gentlemen. I'm not sure if anybody's listening because it's <laughs> by the time this comes out, it's going to be afternoon of Christmas Eve. But hey, this this show is to get you through, to give you your football fix. You know, it's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. You need some action on the games coming up. Uh, you know, you got, you got a little Christmas money to drop here and there on a couple of games or you're just sick of, you know, being the uh, single family member in a family full of relationships or, you know, dealing with politics and you want to tune in. We're, we're yeah, all here if, for it. If you like football more than family, you've come to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, you know, what? I, I'm, I, I'm so excited for what we had last week on our scoreboard that I want I want to hop right in. Do it. And because we had we had not another Buffalo podcast milestone. Really? And this was this was a first timer. Guys, oh, we had, I think it. my picks were good too. We had somebody go six and oh on the scoreboard, and it wasn't me or Brandon. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, Pat went six and oh. Pat's doing his happy dance right now. Pat, yeah. first person to go six and oh. And with that, has climbed into second place. Over wow. 41 and 43, almost at hunt a 500, two yeah. games back of 500. I'd like to thank Mr. Taylor Huntley for, um, you know, <laughs> helping us out. Balled out is what yeah, he did. A couple of critical did not covers, uh, Las Vegas and Green Bay, both did not cover the spread and those led to Pat victories. And so I went three and three and Brando still had a pretty good four and two, but yeah, chugging along Patty cap. Bet your money on Pat Cap. Yeah. So we got well, oh, Pat was forty one and forty three now. Yep. And, and what are uh, what are you and I? I'm forty and forty four, so I'm one game behind Pat. 
And Brando, you are 54 and 30, which is approximately three miles ahead of both of us at this point of the season. <laughs> so uncatchable at this point. Which, as far as that's all right. I'm happy with the results. Battle for, battle for silver right here. <laughs> First of the losers. Here we go. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is what you said is the cover. Um, the other thing is, is the NFL has now seen six double digit underdogs win outright during this season. And uh, the Lions and the Saints were the two this week, beating the Cardinals and the Bucks. You know, they deserve praise for their performance. There's a lot of parody in the NFL this year. You know, we've talked about it on the show a couple of times, but these teams, it, there's not one juggernaut and uh, there's not an 0-16 Lions as much as the Jags oh, want man. to be. So uh, your boy Jared Goff, man, honestly, like his stats really aren't that bad this year. Like I just you know? I don't like him. I don't like watching him. He, I miss <laughs> Matt Stafford. He's just so boring. He's a guy like he's just a bad. When you got Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like where where's Jared Goff fit in? I feel you. Speaking of Matt Stafford, though, I mean, Josh Allen obviously got snubbed for the Pro Bowl, but so did our boy Matthew Stafford. Do you know he's only a one time second team Pro Bowler? Like sounds about right. I mean trash dude it's hard when you're not getting the you know you're not in a huge market in detroit but in la you finally go from being surrounded by nothing to be surrounded by everything where i don't know who else who's on the nfc quarterback list aaron uh, rogers rogers yeah, aaron and kyler kyler murray and who's the third one Brady? I think it's Brady. Yeah, it's Probably Brady. Brady. Yeah, because he got yeah. his what, Which, 15th that's a crowded room and, and so i get that i think Josh was a bigger snub only because he has much better stats than uh, Lamar Jackson. But I will say the sentiment behind that is probably that Lamar has carried his team this year and had literally no help. So no, yeah. I'm agree. not too, anyway, too that's, that's not how the pro bowl works. Uh, you know, we um, all know that the voting well, system and that kind and of thing. I mean, but. My, my boy Randy was saying as well that perhaps the NFL is trying to do Lamar a favor, you know, going into a contract year, they want to make sure that he gets paid. Um, which also True. interesting point. Well, the other thing that I learned, which I didn't know is there's only the, the vote is split 33%. So it's like the fan vote is 33%, 33% is players and 33% is coaches and staff, which is interesting because like are, are Bill's fans stuff in the ballot box for Deion Dawkins? Like, or does he have a little bit more respect around the league now? I think yeah. it's I think it's who knows your name because the sentiment among Bills fans has been that Dion's had a down year, you know, generally speaking. So, but anyway, every hometown would be more critical about their offensive line than national scope. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%, 100%. And that's that's true of any position because, you know, hometown fans take tend to take polarizing views of their team. Yeah. Like Bruce Nolan, I don't know if you guys listened to uh, Bruce today, but yeah, well, he's that was his entire podcast is that you don't have to either think that someone's a superstar or they should get, you know, traded. You know, there's a, there's a middle ground in between there and that's where you should actually live most of the time because most players are, you know, not worthy of getting cut and also not superstars. So, yeah. But, well, and it's interesting to think because his pressure rate you know, it's one of the best of his career, but we know it's not his best season. So people around the NFL could also be like, you know, maybe it's a down year for offensive linemen. This and and Dion was just more consistent. It's interesting to think about the scope of it year to year, but yeah, yeah. That's, and there's that's about the there, only interesting part of the Pro Bowl yeah. for me. 
yeah, there's there's a ton of layers there too, but when you get to eye test versus analytics and all that. But anyway, all this to say, none of this pro ball talk matters at all for one reason. And you guys know what this reason is. Because the Bills Amen. are gonna be in the Super Bowl and Because the Bills gonna are go. gonna be playing yeah. in the Super Bowl, yeah. so they won't have to worry about it anyway. Yeah. So it's all it's all about the selection for, for these guys, and they can say that they were selected, but I like the Bills tweet. They poked a little fun at it. It was like, here's your Pro Bowl snubs. Oh, I mean, alternates. Talk, yeah. I, dude, I don't care about the Josh snub. There's one snub that just blows my f***ing mind. And Who it's Matt Milano. For it is oh, Matt Milano. Milano. Oh, dude, it's 100%. Dude, How can you be the number one ranked PFF linebacker in the NFL and not make the Pro Bowl? And not I, even yeah. just that. The dude flashes. Like, if you watch a game, you see Matt Milano, whether you know the game of football or not. Like, oh, who's this, who's this good-looking, distinguished uh, gentleman out there, right? This you guy's up. He's, he's wrecking, <laughs> wrecking people, and, and he has yeah. no recognition. And that's not even getting to the Jordan Poyer snub. Which, no, they're always snubbed. Michael yeah. and Jordan, they, you know, they hurt each other because they're so good back there together. And uh, it's, it's unfortunate. But again, I mean, if, if, if Edmonds gets a look at linebacker, then, you know, <laughs> fucking Milano should just yeah. get, get yeah. binoculars for, Mil- for Milano. Find a way, man. I don't know. Switch them. I'd rather have Milano in it 100%. So, but they also yeah. don't do it. You know, they don't separate inside outside linebacker. It's just linebackers in general. So, and if you see, you know, if you talk to Colts fans, Leonard's missed some time this year and he hasn't been the greatest season that he's ever had. So, you know, consistency is just what we always want and we don't get. Yeah. All right. Well, that just about covers the bases on the Pro Bowl and stuff like that. But yeah, you guys ready to make our picks? I am. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right. Well, we all know who's up first this week. It's yet another game of the year <laughs> for the Bills, <laughs> which we've had many so far. But this is the biggest game to this point. It's for the division, I would say, essentially, barring some crazy upset against the Falcons or the Jets. They're going into New England, Foxborough, playing macaroni and cheese. New England is two and a half point favorites in what? this one. What? So, yes, it's weird that New England is favorites, but I will say, so that's essentially you're looking at yeah, Vegas. Think, Vegas doesn't know who's going to win this game because that's that's essentially three points for the home team. So, Well, you know what? Vegas should open their eyes and their ears a little bit and be like, hey, we're giving the Bills points here. We're giving them two and a half points. Dude, if this line gets pushed to three, you're going to see everybody and their grandma should be taking the Bills and the points here. Like, give me the Bills, lock in the points. I don't, I, we don't get to do it too often where they're underdogs and get points. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to see this sort of game again that we had in Buffalo. You're right. Hopefully that's yeah, like a there's, once. In there's a, no chance, right? Yeah. I don't want to say once in a lifetime because, you know, it'll probably happen again next year. But, uh, you know, give me the points, lock it in the bank, run, take the points. Give me the bills. Yeah, I, I would say for me, I don't even need the points. Give me the money line on this one. Yeah. Give, give me give yeah. me the better odds because I, I have no doubt is. that Buffalo is going to win this game. Like, right? I don't know. I, I like I, I 
I've never felt so sure of anything, which scares me in and of itself, but you know, no, it's not, man. It's not a scary. It's, it's <laughs> liberating when you have a, the ability to bet on it. And I'm are, so convicted after yeah. watching them be humanized by the Colts. I'm like, yes, uh, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. You know, like Dennis that, green, RIP. There you go. There you go. So Pat, who you got in this one? Well, um, to quote one of our great presidents, fool me once, shame on you. Uh, fool me twice. Uh, sh- shame on me. Fool me three times. Well, well, we don't get fooled again. So, um, <laughs> you know, hopefully we don't get fooled again. Um, you know, I notoriously pick against the Buffalo Bills, but last week I picked with them. They uh, they got me to six and zero. Oh. So, you know, when your mom makes those mashed potatoes, you can't you can't complain because you got food on your plate. So, um, you know, give me the bills. If not to win, at least to cover the points. There you go. All right. Uh, next up, we got Indy going into Arizona. Arizona's one-point favorites in this one. This will be a, a fun one to watch. Uh, Pat, you want to go first on this one? Give me Mr. 31-point uh, deficit, Mr. Franklin Reich. <laughs> you know you know, he's dialing up the, the playbook and the prayer book um, beforehand. So, I don't know. This team's on a roll. Like, didn't they start the season like one and four? Um, I, yeah. they've lost Something like one like game that. since like October and don't get me wrong. I mean, it, like we watched, uh, the Ravens last week played really well because no one wants to get beat down by the Cleveland Browns, just as no one wants to get beat down by the Detroit lions. Still, I still got to roll with the Colts. So Brando, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Colts. They're, they're playing good December football, whatever that means. You know, old school guys would say they can run the ball really well. Throw the ball off play action, and uh, that gets wins in the NFL. So it's going to be a weird game because you know one point on the line is not really much. Because what are you going to do? You're going to hope for a tie, <laughs> like yeah, like it's not like it's really you know a two point swing or anything. So give me the Colts. This could be a weird one though. You know, Cardinals are good, but give me Frank right, right? Like like Pat said, I like Frank here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Arizona on this one. I I hesitated with this pick because obviously Arizona looked like trash against Detroit last week. Um, but I think that that was maybe a little bit of a trap game and they might have been looking ahead a little bit. They know that if they have any chance of the one seat still, they have to win this game. Indy is on a roll, like you guys said. You know, they had New England's rushing defense, which notoriously isn't very good this year. They let up, you know, 200 yard rushers to the Titans that weren't Derrick Henry. Um, so maybe, maybe Arizona, if they can, if they can just at least just slow Jonathan Taylor down a little bit, then I think that if you, if you make Carson Wentz throw, then, then Arizona is going to win. But next up, we got Baltimore heading into Cincinnati, Cincinnati's three point favorites in this one. So essentially a pick them because of three point spread there for the home team. Uh, Brando, who you got in this one? I believe this would be for the division also, right? I believe so. What do we got? We had the Bengals win. Uh, in Denver, only 15 to 10, though. And I don't think 15 points is going to be enough to beat the Ravens, even if Huntley plays. But he he's pretty convincing in the way that he plays. So uh, I'm going to take the Ravens fully expecting that I don't know anything about the Bengals because they, they just seem to do something different when I pick their games as we've discussed previously. Hey, we, so, we went 3-0 and on the on the Bengals last yeah, year. Yeah, but they, like, they picked them and know, they won. It's a weird so. score, fifteen to ten. Like, yeah, uh, that was a weird game. It was a weird and, game. Uh, I mean, Pat App called Teddy Bridgewater's downfall, but I didn't think it would be that bad. So, uh, hope, you, <laughs> Pat, hope you're, you're feeling better out here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll take the uh, I'll take the Ravens. 
Yeah. Pat, what about you? Well, I want to take you boys down um, memory lane back to the 2018-2019 collegiate football season where Joe Burrow threw 70 f***ing touchdowns in one year. Hold on, let me make sure it's 70 and not 60. I read somewhere that PFF maybe has him as the highest rated, highest graded quarterback this year. Um, Just with the way that they do their statistical breakdown. He's having a good year, but uh, yeah, Pat, carry on. Oh, 60 touchdown passes, but still, that's a lot in one year. I mean, that's the NFL record if he did it. So, Pat, you got Cincy on that one? I got the Bengals. Two for two. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, this game is a toss-up for me, so I had to go with Baltimore because they're giving him three points, honestly, because I, I just, you know, it's Lamar. Do we know if Lamar has a chance to come back? Because they were, he was a questionable for last He's still week. questionable, yeah. Still questionable. So should yeah. be. If you're a pro bowler, you'd think you'd get out there. Um, but hey, last <laughs> week was the first uh the first time he ever missed a game due to injury. I had no idea. Yeah, but it's been pretty durable, right? I knew last yeah, year. Especially for a quarterback who takes as many hits as he does. No, he Because so. last year he was out for a COVID game, I remember, and RG three played a little bit behind him, but Yep. And then he had to take a dump in the middle of the Browns game. But that's I, an injury the, in itself. <laughs> Could have been. But, yeah, so I'm taking Baltimore on that one. Um, interesting game. That's one of those division games that I just look at and have no idea what's going to happen. But I'll, I'll take Baltimore on there because of the points. Uh, next up, we got another pick em. Two weeks in a row with a pick em game. Uh, Denver heading into Vegas. Yeah, it's a pick em. Who you got, uh, Pat? Well, you know, in Espanol, decimos que um, basura means garbage and um, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you who's garbage I right wasn't now. expecting that <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Drew Locke man I mean I, I get it you played in the SEC Missouri it's a, it's a quasi good school but come on man like if Teddy Bridgewater was still out there as much as I hate on Teddy I probably you know what I mean pick the, the Broncos but Drew Locke dog like I I don't know I think uh, Jamarcus Russell could go out there and, and win a game against Drew Locke. So, Oof. <laughs> oh man, that's a Pat's that's on a, a streak. Hot every, sing, every yeah. single time Pat calls a quarterback trash, they tear their their ACL. So I <laughs> I hope that Drew Locke is okay after this week. We'll find out, and we'll find out. Brandon, who you got in this one? I, this is a little disrespectful to Derek Carr. I think to make it a pick'em game against Drew Locke. Derek Carr is what like one of the leaders in the NFL in, in a lot of statistical categories this well, year. Passing yards, his TD to interception ratio is kind of not that good, but yeah. like he started what, like nine of the first 10 games thrown over 300 yards, which is crazy. So I'll take, I'll take the Raiders in a pick them because I don't have faith in this Vic Vangio drew lock led Broncos. Like, what are you doing over there in Denver? I don't know. What's the goal? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're like, they've been in purgatory ever since they passed on Josh Allen. Yeah. So, Thank God they did, but yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm taking Vegas. Uh, just, I think Vegas has a higher ceiling. Vegas has some pretty low lows, but I think Denver's just like Denver. Denver's kind of like a, a Bills drought team too. Honestly, they are the definition of a Bills drought team. Yeah. Kind of sitting in per- QB purgatory over there. But anyway, uh, fifth matchup on the docket. We got Miami heading to new Orleans. Uh, I don't know what to think of this one because I honestly haven't watched Miami since we beat them last. And amazing to me that they've somehow pulled out seven wins already. But uh, Miami's one and a half point favorites in this one in New Orleans. Uh, So, Pat, who you got in this one? You know, yes, the Dolphins pulled out a W 
last week, but Tua also tossed two picks. I mean, two interceptions, but also two picks. So, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those deals where, and, and I like Brian Flores, and I like a lot of players on this team. I really do. But and, and granted, Tom Brady definitely hurt his hand in that game. So, like, I'm sure he wasn't at 100%. But, like, I don't know. I, because it's in the Dome, I got to go with the Saints. I mean... I don't know. I, I'm not super impressed with Taysom Hill or anything either. It's just, you know, it's in the Superdome. It gets loud. Brian, what about you? Uh, it's funny to think about this because the scope of the NFL is so weird. You you either have it or you don't, and everybody else is in the middle, like the Broncos. But the Dolphins are in the middle, and the Saints are also in the middle. But we crushed both of them. And it's like these two should play competitively against each other, but there's more for the Dolphins to, to play for here. Um, I'd like to see them sneak in because if we could play them in the first round of the playoffs in Buffalo, that would be cool. And I, so I'm going to root for that. Um, I, I'm going to take the Dolphins here. The Saints don't really impress me too much. I'm with you, Pat, on this one. New Orleans, for whatever reason, their defense is playing out of their minds and, and they did last week. So if they can keep that up, they'll have an easier time with two than they will with Brady. So I'm, I'm looking at New Orleans in that one. Brandon, you're totally right. I would root for a Miami win here just so they sneak into the playoffs because I think that Miami playing in Buffalo would be the equivalent of a first round bye. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm hoping for that, but I, I think New Orleans will pull that one out. And last on the docket, we've got Pittsburgh headed to Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is eight and a half point favorites. Also the home team there. Uh, but Pat, who do you got in that one? Well, I think this is a disrespect to one of the legends of the game. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you boys, if you look at the stats, really, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's not really having that bad of a year. Um, as long as uh, Chase Claypool doesn't start dancing with, uh, you know, 20 seconds left, I think that the Steelers at least cover the spread. Interesting. Interesting. Brandon, what about you? Well, it's interesting. Like you said, Pat, I'm kind of with you here. Roethlisberger's trying to save his season, right? He's trying to be the old man that goes out on his own will and not like forced out, even if he looks like he's on his way out. Um, but who is Kansas city missing? They're missing Hill and Kelsey. So what that would give us like Clyde Edwards, Blair and Nicole Hardman and Pringle as their weapons. So that is still probably good enough to beat Pittsburgh, but I'll take Pittsburgh with the points this, this week. Nice. I'm I'm actually going to pick you against you guys on this one. Um, I mean, this is like the Melvin Ingram revenge game, essentially. But Kansas City's defense, for whatever reason, has pulled it together since Melvin Ingram got there, which makes me mad that we weren't able to attract a free agent. Like he would have Mel- been, a, been a big. Nah, well, well he wasn't he, a free. He was traded from. Pittsburgh. Oh, you're right. You're right. He kicked, you're the right. Living, he kicked the living out of his week one, though. Honestly, That's true. That's true. But I, I'm really interested that I'm really interested why Pittsburgh traded them portrayed him within the conference, but even without um, Kelsey and, and Hill, I don't know if K- Kansas city is on a roll and they are again, who we thought they were. And they're a team that I don't want to face in the playoffs, but I think they're just going to roll over Pittsburgh. Cause I think Pittsburgh's still mediocre, but unless it's one of those weird low scoring games, which it could be. Um, and, and this, and the Pittsburgh ends up covering that spread, but so yeah, I'm going to go Kansas city on that one. Sweet, we made it through. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're doing some uh, Brando's bets, so stick around. (laughs) 
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. You know what, guys? I I hear you know all this coaching, lingual, motivational stuff that works for middle schoolers, but I think one applies here. And uh, when we look at this game on Sunday, we see a piece of meat with two dogs, and somebody's got to eat. And I think Josh is going to eat, and I think we're going to eat as betters to benefit this. Chomp, chomp, lick your fingers. You know. This would be one that I would ring your mailman in for because he's been busy. She's been busy. Whoever it is delivering your precious packages for Christmas, they deserve a nice Brando's bet lock of the week. That's going to take him to the bank, give him a little Christmas bonus. So, you know, for me, I've bankrolled a little bit from my bets here and there. And this is a game that I'm going to try and hit on pretty big because I just... We are we are going to beat them. I, I you can call me crazy Homer fanboy, but I have utmost confidence in the Bills as underdogs getting points this week. So I'm kind of going to go all in on that game for this bet with Brando's bets because there's two things that stick out to me more than anything at all. The money line I have right now, the Bills are, would be what plus 107 odds. So I have that. And then I'm looking at the total points by the Buffalo Bills and uh, Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino has it at 21 and a half. So I got the over on total points by the Buffalo Bills with those two bets together. We have plus 148. So if you win, if you bet $50, you your payout is 124. So you double up and some that that's my lock of the week, right? You're taking that to the bank. That's conviction, confidence. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, a balance in your bank account. But there's a couple other things that I want you guys to hear for this game, too. So they had total points at, at uh, 43, 43 and a half. Let me see. Last time I saw it, it might have changed. Um, I got 43 and a half over under here. Um, what do you think about that? Because that's like one of the lowest totals of the week for all NFL teams. I'm more hesitant for the overall uh, you know, the over the game. Cause I don't know if this new England, uh, team can score points on the bills. Honestly, 14, you think they could get to 14, like a 14 to 28 game is what I'm looking at. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, that would be, I, uh, but it's definitely not as much of a sheets lock. after that. But, it's definitely not as know. much of a lock as, as bills over 21.5. I, I think like. 21 and a half is like, we're averaging 33 points a game this year, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, 21's just like so, so low, especially coming off of this loss to them earlier. And Josh had an outstanding performance against New England in Gillette last year. And, you know, you, you get to this point in this man's career halfway through. He didn't start that great against New England, but he's got a some shades here of 
you know, what we kind of did in the nineties where we own our division. Um, and I want to see him take ownership tomorrow or Sunday, whenever this game is. And, uh, and with that, a couple other things with this game, I, I don't have a lot of touchdown odds, but I have some yards here. And depending on how Sanders is his over under for yards is only 31 and Gabe Davis is 45. So those are two to take a look at. I would say, I think Gabe Davis hit it last week again without Sanders in the lineup, but um, without Beasley, you could see Sanders playing in the slot and Davis outside. So both of those guys could get more reps without Beasley. They will get more reps without Beasley. And I really like either one of those numbers. So I don't know which one you like more Davis over 45 and a half or Sanders over 31 and a half. I don't know how you feel about those two. I don't know. I'd be more inclined to, uh, I mean, this is just me. I'd be more inclined to pick touchdown scorers, but that's just by preference. I, I think I like the, t- that's next though, but I, they don't have odds for touchdown scores out yet. Oh, at least I, on- I do on uh Caesars. I got him pulled okay. up actually, but yeah, out of those two, I'd probably take Gabe Davis just because I don't know how Emmanuel Sanders knee is doing at this point. They say that yeah, he's supposed to come back, but um, you know, he might be limited on a snap count or, or something like that. Whereas, you know, we know Gabe Davis is healthy, ready to go and on a roll. So, okay. Interesting. Um, again, I am with you on the Gabe Davis touchdown train. I had a bet on it for last week. Um, Diggs always seems to score in these New England games. And what is is Jesse Jackson the cornerback's name? Who's the cornerback that New England has? That's pretty good. JC Jackson. JC Jackson. Yeah. I mean Jesse Jackson is a preacher with vengeance. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> well, Diggs seems to, you know, he can outmatch anybody. So we really though. I like looking at the total touchdowns. The total touchdowns for the game also is only four and a half. So you know, you look at at least three for Buffalo and maybe four if we can get one on the ground and one for New England. So I like that bet also. I got Josh at 246 passing yards over under. That could also be an over. I like that. Um, there's a lot to look at. There's a lot to like. There's a lot of meat on the bone for this game. And it's just like what your preference is. Like, John, you like your game touchdowns. What do you see? For this game. All right. So I'm seeing uh Stefan Diggs has the lowest odds at plus one fifteen. Um okay. the, he is he does score that's why they have him there. He scores game uh touchdowns in these New England games. Um to me, those odds for touchdown scorers isn't worth it if um at, at those odds. Devin Singletary is the next highest at plus one sixty five. I don't think that, that bet is worth it at those odds either. Um Gabriel Davis comes in at plus one eighty. This is where we're starting to get into the might be worth it area for like some some smaller bets. Um, and these, again, touchdown scorers, you never want to bet like a ton on a touchdown score, but they're nice because you get pretty good odds on it. So you bet low, you know, win high. Especially especially in a high-powered offense when you're averaging four touchdowns a game throughout the season. Yeah. So I think Gabe Davis at plus 180 is a good bet. And what do we got for Dawson Knox? Dawson Knox is next. He's plus two twenty. So those are pre- oh, those are pretty good. That. Oh, I would take but that. I'm going to tell you. I, I'm going to tell you who I have on this game because I I do very small like little five dollar bets for for these things. I'm taking Isaiah McKenzie at plus four thirty. That's I, good too. Uh, yeah, I like. What, he should be in the slot exactly because more. Cole Beasley's yeah. going to be out. Yep. Had a three touchdown game against uh, Miami last year. Uh, when Cole Beasley was injured or actually I think that was the last game of the season where yeah, Cole yeah, Beasley yeah. just sat 
Um, he had the punt for, return that game. Yep. And uh, so I like plus 430 on that. I think those are great odds. And the other one that I would I would be inclined to just take this because of the odds at a small price, Marquez Stevens in it, plus 2,400. Those really? are pretty good odds. Yeah. Thinking that uh, the way that McDermott has handled stuff, um, basically Isaiah's role has been diminished in the offense when he's the punt returner. So if both players are active, and again, with any of these betting services, if the player isn't active, the bet gets canceled. So you get your money back if, for whatever reason, they don't activate Marquez Stevenson. I can't imagine they wouldn't for this game looking at the roster numbers. But so, yeah, Marquez Stevenson plus 2,400. I think that's a good... $5 bet there pays out almost 125. Right. Yeah, so that could be worth it. One touchdown return. But since I, I'd assume that he's going to be taking primary return duties with Isaiah McKenzie taking Cole Beasley's uh, snaps on offense. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, you're right. And I, uh, uh, it's going to be cool to see how this week's snap counts play out without Beasley because the bills have the talent and, you know, there's a lot of cooks in our kitchens, but they, they cook good food most of the time. So I'm okay with it. But Gabe Davis is a chef. He needs some time to develop those skills and and eat his creations so i think they're gonna get him moving and sanders plays so good in the slot i wish they would have played him more in the slot especially if they go four wide you know they could put cole and sanders in the slot and then have beasley and Diggs on the outside and you could have room for Knox, but then singletary or, or Breda are going to be off the field so it depends on what they're looking to do but it'll be fun to watch see what happens yeah go bills Damn, Would they Bills. need to win. They need to win. Hootie hoot. We all know that the season's not over, and they can still sneak in as a six or a seven seed if they lose. But they gotta win. They. What's uh? Not to take away from the Bills to talk about me here, but what's Brando's bets record now? Is it six and five? We're six and seven, I think, because we're one. We're one below five hundred because Detroit has screwed over the parlay two weeks. In the, a last row. Two. the last but two. But I weeks. went from five and. Th- I think I went from five and three to six and three to six and four to six and five. Somewhere around there. I think you're one back of 500, but... Okay. Well, either way, this is a big one for us. Too. Yeah. So. All right, gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. Have a Merry Christmas. Everyone listening, uh, be safe. Uh, say hi to your family. It's all I want for Christmas is a New England stomping. Exactly. And Merry Christmas to all and to all go Bills. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Oh, yeah. Whatever Christmas innuendo you want to have. There. That's true. Definitely not an innuendo either. <laughs> Hey, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs>